how are the traditional big six clubs of the Premier League doing as match day 29 approaches after the international break. Hello to all the amazing listeners, viewers and football fans and welcome to another full episode of your favorite football podcast, Gaffer's Advisor. This is Siddharth Kathuria, your host and I'm here with some analysis and some discussion about the upcoming game week 29 in the Premier League. But before we get into the football talk and I forget, let me remind you to like and subscribe to Gaffer's Advisor if you still haven't done so. It is your support and your love that keeps me motivated and the podcast going. With just 10 official match days remaining, we are almost at the business end of the season. The EFL Cup may have ended, but the FA Cup is still continuing and so are the Champions League and the Europa League. However, for Arsenal, Liverpool and Spurs, the contention remains only in the Premier League after getting eliminated from domestic and European Cup tournaments. This leaves the Manchester Twins and Chelsea to still face the issue of fixture congestion. But we are here to talk about the Premier League and Game Week 29 to be precise. So without any further delay, let's dive right into it. Beginning with Arsenal, the league leaders are doing just that, leading by example. Entering Game Week 29, the Gunners are riding high with 5 wins in the last 5 matches in the league. Despite getting knocked out of the Europa League on penalties, Mikel Arteta's side refused to give up as they notched their record 9th London derby win of the season after defending Crystal Palace right after. And if this was not enough, Arsenal are sitting on an 8-point cushion from the 2nd place Man City and a 19-point beanbag from the 3rd place United. As the month of April rolls in, Arsenal look all but league winners as they are free from the complications of fixture congestion. And with the exception of Tomiyasu and Saliba, there are no serious injury scares in the squad either. This is a good sign for manager Mikel Arteta but not if considering Arsenal's next fixture which is Leeds at home. Despite the form Arsenal are enjoying, Leeds can prove to be a tricky and dangerous customer very much capable of bringing Arsenal's victory march to a screeching halt. The recent break in the rhythm, coupled with a lack of complete first squad, makes this next match a very crucial one for the Gunners. One slip against Leeds can easily turn into a landslide as well and Mikel Arteta will do well to focus on a strong defence against the ever-attacking and volatile Leeds United. Following Arsenal, in second place are Pep Guardiola's Manchester City. Even if we talk about the performance in the last five matches, City are following Arsenal as they are sitting on four wins and a draw. But at the same time, we need to consider the solitary draw was over a month ago at Nottingham and since then, City not only demolished RB Leipzig in the UEFA Champions League but also decimated Burnley in the FA Cup to move into the semis. Complementing this unstoppable and frankly dangerous momentum is the injury list of the citizens which consists of just Phil Foden's name as a long-term absentee. Erling Haaland, on the other hand, did leave the Norway squad due to a groin issue but is expected to return to the first team action soon if not this weekend. And all this should theoretically work in the favour of Pep Guardiola, however, Man City host Liverpool in their next match and the Reds are more than determined to make up ground to the top four. 
The next match is not only crucial for City in their chase to the top, but also for their momentum. Liverpool handed their arch rivals the biggest defeat and then went on to lose to Bournemouth and get knocked out of the UCL. Hence Pep Guardiola would do well to treat Liverpool like a wounded lion and be wary of the likes of Salah, Gakpo and company. While we were talking about Manchester City, I thought we should pop over to the Red neighbourhood and check up on Manchester United as well. The Red Devils have just one loss in their last five games, but boy what a historic loss that was. Even apart from that defeat against Liverpool, their league form has not been great recently with just two wins in last five. However, Eric Ten Hag is doing well in trying to get more middle for the trophy cabinet. After winning the domestic league cup, the Red Devils have progressed into the quarters of the UEFA Europa League and the semis of the FA Cup. Now, if we consider some of the factors involved like the list of players injured or suspended, the fact that Man United are sitting in third place in the league, have already bagged one trophy for this season and are in contention for at least two more is a mind-blowing thing in itself. Functioning somehow with a thoroughly depleted midfield, Man United are lining without names like Christian Eriksen, Donny van de Beek, Casemiro and Alejandro Garnacho. Even the reinforcement of Sabitzer is doubtful with a knock and so are big names like Rafa Varane, Tony Martial and Marcus Rashford. With the next match against Newcastle United, a lot for the Red Devils depends on how Eric Ten Hag uses the limited resources he has. Almost a direct clash for the top four, Newcastle are a stone's throw away from the top four and from Manchester United and a win for the piece could propel them into leapfrogging into third. Add to the fact that Man United beat Newcastle in the EFL Cup final and we can also very easily have a grudge match on our hands. Following closely, perhaps too closely for comfort for Man United, are Tottenham Hotspur on 4th, just one single solitary point behind. If we talk about the last 5 matches for Spurs, they have 3 wins with 1 loss and 1 draw. But the month of March hasn't exactly been kind to the London-based club and the fans alike. They began the month with a loss in the FA Cup and got knocked out of the UEFA Champions League in the following week. The turmoil happening all over also led to the club bidding adieu to the Italian manager Antonio Conte following much deliberation during the international break. But the most recent and perhaps the biggest blow dealt to Spurs is in the form of managing director Fabio Paratici. Paratici was banned in Italy for 30 months as he was associated with Juventus as sporting director and managing director before he joined Spurs. And now his ban has been extended worldwide, thereby affecting his position with already managerless Spurs. Adding to the chaos is the extensive injury list Spurs have, with Emerson Royal becoming the latest addition during the international duties. Also missing in action are Ben Davies, Bisuma, and Bentancur, with a few more names like Richarlison also being doubtful, thus adding more on the plate of the interim manager Christian Stellini. With Everton away being the next match, Spurs could really use a confidence and a momentum boost. The good thing is Kane and Son are on song, making the prospect of facing the 15th place, albeit a resurgent Everton, a little easy for Spurs. 
Given the recent events involving the manager and the managing director, there are only two ways the squad can respond on the field. Either Spurs will further go down the spiral or bounce back with a breath of fresh air, with the latter seeming more probable given that the players were not exactly happy under the management of Conte. Tottenham may have closed the top four standings at present, but closing to top six and the European qualifying spots is Liverpool. Sitting seven points off the top four, Jurgen Klopp and side are desperate to get back to Europe, especially after being knocked out of the UEFA Champions League against their recent European rivals, Real Madrid. Talking about the Reds' league form, they have three wins in the last five, including the drubbing of Man United. But their most recent league outing was a narrow defeat at Bournemouth. If we talk about the squad available to Jurgen Klopp, Stefan Bajcetic, Calvin Ramsey and Thiago continue to remain absent through injury. Darwin Nunes is expected to be in contention, however, Simikas and Luis Diaz pose a doubt in front of Klopp. Considering the steep climb to the top four that is facing Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp would surely be happy to see some faces returning to action. However, the jerk in momentum at Bournemouth and Real Madrid combined with the injury list makes the next fixture for Liverpool extremely vital, especially considering that it is on the road against Man City. With City building momentum with each game and determined to chase Arsenal down, Liverpool face a tough test and a huge hurdle on their path to Europe. Last but not the least, we come to Chelsea. Months after huge winter window spent, Chelsea are still somehow in the 10th spot and Graham Potter is still somehow holding on to his job. If we talk about the last five matches, Chelsea are with two wins and two losses with their most recent outing being a draw at home to Everton. But despite the below average league form, Chelsea are actually progressing in Europe, having reached the quarters of the UEFA Champions League. Just goes to show the level of competition in the Premier League. 10th best here in England is at worst the 8th best in Europe. However, with the kind of reinforcements Chelsea have had in their transfer windows, injuries should not be a concern for the Blues. But that does not mean that the injury update cannot be an interesting one, right? And for Chelsea, Armando Broja and Thiago Silva are the names to remain out for the time being but Stamford Bridge can expect a huge boost in terms of squad depth come this weekend, as big names like Edward Mendy, Mason Mount and Raheem Sterling can feature this very weekend. A little concern, however, remains around Reese James and Cesar Espilicueta and around when they can be expected to feature. The next match for Chelsea, however, is a crucial home game. The Blues host Aston Villa at Stamford Bridge as Aston Villa are sitting on 11th only because of Chelsea's slightly better goal difference. Graham Potter's career at Chelsea may very well depend upon the outcome of this match because a loss would mean Chelsea slipping into the bottom half of the table. This might very well become a reality as well because Aston Villa are unbeaten in their last four matches with three wins. And that is all from my side for today in this episode as we shift focus toward the Premier League game week 29. With 10 matches or so remaining in the league season, Arsenal looks somewhat comfortable in the present situation. But given that this is the Premier League, you can always expect the unexpected. 
Who knows? Maybe you find Graham Potter in charge of Tottenham come next season or Gareth Southgate at Chelsea. But with lots more to come in the Premier League, the UEFA Champions League, the FA Cup and the UEFA Europa League, Gaffer's Advisor advises you to stay tuned for all the upcoming regular updates on YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels. The handle is by the same name by the way. So to make sure you do not miss out, hit them like, subscribe and follow buttons and do not forget to share the podcast with your friends and Football Circle. Until next time, this is your host and Gaffer's Advisor Siddharth Kathuria signing off.